Hey there. Welcome to Coffee with the Docs. We are a holistic lifestyle podcast where we give integrative solutions and bring brilliant experts to help you thrive, mind, body, and spirit. We are doctors Nicole Huffman and Abby Kramer, and we're so happy you're here. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, I can spice it up each time yeah. we welcome everybody. It was great. Okay. So, guys, this is such an exciting episode. We've been like talking about emotional work and NET, kind of sprinkling it in here and there in each podcast. And guess what? This whole episode is about it. So we're really excited to talk about it. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. But first, we're going to just settle in and talk about some things that have been going on. And Abby, what are you drinking while we're recording today? I'm drinking. It's one of my favorite teas. Trader Joe's around the holidays makes. It's called Candy Cane Green Tea. Oh, my gosh. You are already in Christmas. I well, love it. No. Er, oh. Sidebar. One of my it's flaws oh. is that I am a major tea hoarder, and I actually don't even drink tea that often at all, but this has got to be a weird past life thing or something. If there's a tea I like, especially at Trader Joe's, because everything is so seasonal, I will buy like 12 boxes of it. What? But then the problem is Where I do don't drink it, it because I'm oh. like afraid of it running out scarcity mindset it's we should so any tea this i know speaking of and i'm only like that with tea it's so weird justin makes so much fun of me like when we moved he's like you have to get rid of like 90 percent of this tea and i was like i know yeah but the candy cane green made it it's here it's amazing it's caffeine free and so it's like a mint green tea it's really good so I know this episode isn't going to go live until I don't even remember. But guys, just so you know, it's September 17th. Right. So Abby's really, she like skipped right over pumpkin spice, which is bizarre because we're both really big pumpkin spice no, people. I'm still all about the pumpkin, but you just you know. like flew into candy cane season. Right. Got it. What are you drinking? All right. So really changing it up. I've been super into these Kavita sparkling probiotic drinks. Mm-hmm. Have you seen them? So mm-hmm. I really like the lemon cayenne one. And mostly because it has like no sugar. Well, right. It has one right. gram of sugar. Does and it really taste good? That I'm going to be honest. That sounds so gross. No, I really do like them. The problem is they so make like me burp a lot. It's like the master cleanse. So. Well, right. But it's not the master cleanse. Right. Because it's sparkling. <laughs> And I ate dinner. (laughs) So there's that. I mean, usually we record a little earlier, so I feel like I'm drinking like a decaf or something. But um, I decided to go with this this evening. And what's weird is I'm sort of channeling my mentor, and we talk about him in this episode. So maybe. Oh, great. Yeah, I don't know. Something to do with it. But I think they're really good, and I will, like, move as quickly to the mute button as possible if I have to burp. These (laughs) sparkling things, you know, they really. I'll get you. They really get me. Right. Um, all right. What is your latest biohack? 
My latest biohack is I've been using um, CBD salve. I'm running a lot lately, and so, like, my knees will be sore the next day or whatever, and it's amazing. I've, like, experimented so much with different supplements to help with um, muscle fatigue and, um, you know, lactic acid buildup and, like, delayed onset muscle soreness, all that stuff with training, and I will say absolutely nothing has even come close to CBD salve. Wow. Like I put it on after like I shower after my run. And usually for me, I'm the most sore the day after a oh. long run, especially like my knees will feel it like literally nothing. What company? I mean, I know it's non-sponsored, not sponsored, but hold the phone. I am trying to schedule to do an interview with the founder Oh, and legit. we probably will get them to be a sponsor. But anyway, oh, the company's called Frog Song Farms, like a frog singing a song. Oh, that's And they're cute. based out of Portland. They're like family owned. They're crazy about quality and like so passionate. And their products are so clean and good um, that actually the other doctor I work with in my office, Dr. Carrie Jacobson, she stumbled across them on vacation at the Portland Farmer's Market and like met like the owner and was so impressed by their quality and um like how great their products were that she was like okay we're like we have to carry this stuff now yeah and the salve is amazing it's like minty so it kind of has that menthol-y feel like a biofreeze as well right um but it's amazing i'm obsessed so yeah frog song farms look them up and stay tuned for hopefully some sort of like affiliate or something with them. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Mm-hmm. What about you? I am taking glycine before I go to sleep. I don't even know if maybe I've talked about this before, but it's like glycine is like a powder and it's kind of like granularly a little. And so sometimes I just don't feel like taking it. But I went to this amazing seminar, which I know we're also going to do an episode on. It was all about environmental toxicity, which is a huge issue. So that's like the cell phone stuff. That's like, um, just like the everyday pollution that we're in glyphosate, this roundup epidemic, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the things they talked about was something called the cell danger response. I'm so excited to teach everybody about this in an upcoming episode, but essentially a major component that allows us to detoxify is an amino acid called glycine. So it also improves your sleep, which I didn't really realize. Oh, nice. So I take that at night. It's like a teaspoon. It's not even a large amount. And I swear sleep is better. And I think just learning overall about the glycine, like detoxification component of it, how helpful it is to add it in. Right. I mean, because really quick, this is scary, but glyphosate, when it goes in the body, it can mimic glycine and alter your DNA. What? Right. It's really scary. So if we have abundant amounts of glycine in our body, which we also get from protein, we're we're more effectively able to detoxify it and like protect the DNA. So So it's like, why not? Yeah. So I don't know. My sleep protocol is like on point. Good. Yeah, excited about it. All right, awesome. Is that okay? 
Okay, well, segueing into, you know, other ways to support your body through nutrition supplementation, we wanted to share with you guys a new brand that we are obsessed with called Further Food, and they're all female-owned company, and they make these beautiful products like collagen peptides, um, a protein powder that you can add to anything. Um, I have their unflavored one. It's awesome. So that's a great thing you can add to like a lot of people put it in coffee. You can put it in smoothies. You can put it in your oatmeal. You can do so many things with it. They have a chocolate one. They have turmeric tonics. They have one that's called mindful matcha. So they have these beautiful products. They're very sustainably sourced. Um, and they give back to, which I love to charitable organizations. Um, if you guys go on their website, you can read more. They have all these like big kind of health gurus that, like helped consult them on their products, like um, Dave Asprey, the Bulletproof Guy, um, Dr. Hyman, people like that. So check out their website, but for listening to our podcast, you can get 10% off your order if all you have to do is put on um, where it says, ask for a coupon code, coffee with the docs, and you'll get 10% off. So feel free to try that and let us know how you guys like it, but we're happy to support them. Yeah, I love their chocolate reishi collagen. Reishi is like amazing for so many things like immune system, your adrenals. It's so you're kind of getting like a one two punch and it tastes good. Yeah, done. Awesome. Cool. All right. Further foods, coffee with the docs at checkout, 10% off. Check it out. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about some NAT. Emotional technique. Oh my gosh. It's like, where do we even begin? I feel like we should talk about how we sort of got into it. Like when we first took the seminar together? Yeah. Cause I feel like a, that's when we first sort of really became friends and B, I don't totally remember your first experience, but mine was so crazy right? <laughs> that I feel like it just increased our bond. But then it was also like, oh, and now crazy things will always happen when we hang out right. doing more right. emotional. Like it started like the wormhole. Right. Oh, for sure. I started the wormhole. Yeah. Well, so I found out about the seminar Um, So you guys know neuroemotional technique is you have to take a seminar to learn how to do it. It's not like you can learn it online. Um, And you have to be a medical professional with a license to diagnose. So you have to be a medical doctor, chiropractic, a naturopathic doctor, an acupuncturist, a therapist, um, something like that to Mm -hmm. get certified in the technique. Um, And so as a student, you learn about a lot of seminars because like student doctors can take seminars as well. Um. So I learned about it from one of my friends and it was funny, he didn't even take it, but he was like, Hey, the neuroemotional technique or NAT is going to be in town in Chicago. And it was, this was like two weeks ahead of, maybe even just a week ahead of time. Right. And he was like, I can't take it. I, the boards were that weekend. Like chiropractic boards were always the same weekend as NAT. Um, but he was like, you should totally go. I think you'd really like it. I had no idea what it was, but I was like, okay. so I signed up and then I remember we were at school and I was talking about it to my friend Emily who also came with us and you were like wait you're going to NET like I'm gonna go to NET and we're like oh cool but I didn't really know you Uh, no like at at all all. so funny 
No, I know. And I think we were both, I mean, we both did so many seminars in school and I had spent a lot of time with my mentor at his clinic, Dr. Spates. And he was like, NET is in town and you should go take the seminar. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't really want to do therapy with my patients. And he was like, you're going to go take the seminar. I was like, got it. (laughs) Signing up. (laughs) Got it. I feel like when your mentor tells you to do something, you're like, yeah. Right. If you're like, like, don't. Nah, sorry. I know more than you. That's not yeah. going to go well. <laughs> right. I don't want to do emotional. I mean, it's like, okay. And yeah, famous it's not last words therapy. right there. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. But it's not talk therapy. And it's not what you would traditionally think of as like doing emotional work. I mean, it is, but it doesn't. It doesn't have to be any words if you don't really want no, it to be. You don't. You're not like talking about what happened to you when you were ten for an hour. You're just like helping to shift the physiologic stress, right? Around exactly. The and I feel like I'm trying to decide if I should just talk about my story. Let me talk about my story first, and then we'll roll into it. Because I feel like giving a little bit of an example. Because so here I was like. 85 people at that seminar I feel like I tell the story and it went from like 65 to 85 to 200 people like you know it like keeps changing there were 3,000 people there there I was in an auditorium (laughs) (laughs) but I had horrible allergies do you remember I mean I was like sniffling eyes were running like just a mess and the guy who was leading the seminar Gosh, what was his name? Clint. Clint Damaris. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'd like to use you as my allergy demonstration because there is a point, a reflex point on the body for allergies and it can test as an emotional cause, basically. And so we could treat it with NET. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. And he's like, I'm just letting you know, allergies are usually really emotional. And I was like, yeah, okay. You're like, yeah, whatever. Good. Right. Right. Like, oh, good. We spit emotional. Scorpios right now. don't cry. Yeah. <laughs> Famous last words, not feeling emotional. Right. I hide all of my emotion as a Scorpio. So, go up to the front of the room. He does his little demonstration. He finds that my allergy point does have an emotional origin. So when we go into NET, you always find a trigger, like what is happening now? And we find it via muscle testing. And then we always ask if this goes back to a past event and then we'll test for an age. So I just remember mine had to do with just like a current friend situation. And then the original event went to 11 where I immediately burst into tears. I don't even think... I said what was happening or like what had happened. I think I just started like sobbing. Yeah, but then and he, he was, was like, what happened when you were 11? And you were like, right. my parents got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my parents got divorced. But the part that was so emotional was I'm the oldest of four. And I was like, it was really about protecting my siblings, like feeling like I needed to like protect strong. them through the whole experience. So he clears it out. I go sit down. I'm doing that like cry where you can't breathe. I mean, I think I've done that cry twice in my I don't even know if I did that cry when my parents got divorced, right. but I sure as heck did it. Right. The NAT seminar. <laughs> but like, remember Deb was like, Deb is one of the founders and 
they have these um, sprays that you can do that help process the moment or help process the emotion. And they're all homeopathic blends. And I think I had like two different bottles of sprays and she wanted me to spray it like every two minutes. Right. (laughs) And then we had a break and I was like, I'm going to go sleep in my car. Right. And I went and slept in my car for like an hour till you guys were done. We could go to lunch or something. But I mean, within three days, my allergies were gone. I know. It was so unbelievable. And I've never had seasonal allergies since. That's so crazy. And I think, you know, what's interesting, I mean, now I have like two dogs. I mean, the whole thing is really bizarre. But I do remember we did, because I had allergies before the age of 11. So we did treat it again and found like an even more original event that was a very long time ago. Right. However, that's the whole point, right? However, like like the bulk of your your symptoms were gone like right away, which was pretty wild being like an allergy kid forever. And I think... I needed to have an experience that was that big in order to want to use it with my patients. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it would have been like, oh, I don't know. I can't even think of something because there's so many NETs that are just life changing. But I think I needed to have a really big impact so that I would use it with my patients. And I was just in like such a place of like kind of poo-pooing it. Right. Well, and so you would like commit to like get certified because that's so much work. So like you wouldn't have gone through all of that to become the practitioner you are if you weren't super passionate about it. No. And you and I then went on to do so many seminars and got certified before we graduated. Yeah. We are cray cray. Yeah. That's crazy. Probably went to debt doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Worth it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah and then we were like seminar buddies so right, it was great right totally so anyway so basically by definition NET is a mind body technique that uses a methodology of finding and removing neurological imbalances related to the physiology of unresolved stress patterns so these unresolved stress patterns are called NECs, which are neuroemotional complexes. And I would say, I mean, tell me what you think, but I would just say an unresolved stress pattern is anything that has occurred that we didn't fully experience, process, and release, right? Mm-hmm. Because so many times, and it doesn't have to be as traumatic as like molestation or something which we see in a ton of people but it could just be a trauma like somebody really hurt your self-esteem or you were really embarrassed Mm -hmm. or somebody said something that hurt your feelings and instead of really processing it at the time you just stored it away and that kind of stuff is basically what we're attempting to clear out of the body well and I think it's important to note that it is your perception of what occurred as well or another way to phrase that is your emotional reality i love to use the example of mom's shopping with like a one-year-old in the grocery store in the cart okay she's walking along she turns away quick to grab like a box of cereal baby starts losing their mind in baby's emotional reality or baby's perception mom just deserted them Or she might never be coming back, right? Right. But in reality, she just turned away to grab a box of cereal. But now what is imprinted on the cells 
of that baby is the quote traumatic event that just occurred mm-hmm. and that event can be re-triggered whenever that same physiology is brought up so maybe it brings up you know when you're 16 years old and your boyfriend breaks up with you out of nowhere mm-hmm. that same pattern could get re-triggered so physiologically the same thing is happening in your body even though you know boyfriend just broke up with you your body is going through the same physiology as like mom abandoning you yeah and it's Which really is so wild crazy. yes yeah and we well, don't think... know what's being triggered unless you right. do something like this you really don't know like what your body's reacting to right and i love top talk therapy i mean i did it before for many years i just the one of the things i love about net is it's not a guessing game because you're using muscle testing it's not like okay, well, I think this probably happened when I was younger and it's triggering, you know, something from my dad. It's like, no, your arms, like literally your muscle testing 10 years old. This is, you know, this is what it is. And I just think it's way faster Mm -hmm. to just be able to associate those two things. Well, and what I love, I think it's super helpful for people. Um, I agree. Talk therapy is an amazing tool and some people really need to like talk through stuff too. Mm-hmm. And that is so beneficial for them. And that's not what NET is. It's not like talking. Right. It's exactly. just getting to the feeling tone of what's happening. But I love NET for, first of all, for kids. A lot of kids, oh, yeah. like they're not great at talking or they might not even really understand or be able to put towards what they're feeling. Or I've seen kids before where they tried therapy and they just like were not into it and could not sit still and just like did not want to do it. And it's also great for the adults. Like, you know, someone's dad that is like not going to go sit to a ther- through a therapy session, but they've definitely got emotional stuff they could work on. And it's a fast, quick, easy way to help resolve some stress. Um, and you don't have to like talk about your, you know, quote issues or whatever. Right. Well, and I think like just to note that these emotional responses are totally natural. I mean, something happens, we respond and the body returns to normal. It's just when things don't return to normal and that's where we have this like physiopathological pattern where the body just doesn't resolve itself. It doesn't go back to that normal state. And that's really what we're working on with NET. And what I what I think is really neat too is, I don't know if you've noticed this too, like the more work you kind of do with NET, I feel like I'm not as reactionary anymore. It's like a 100%. lot of things are just okay. And that's sort of the concept of okayness is a big thing in NET which just means you're you're neutral. You know, you don't have like a bunch of energy on it a means subject you're just anymore. Okay with what is. Yeah. Because look, life happens. Your grandmother might have dementia and have to go into the hospital, and that's what is happening. You know, so they talk all about the concept of we need to be okay. It doesn't mean you love it. But it means means we need to be okay with that. That is the reality of what's happening right now. Right. And it's resolving the physiologic response of your body. So everyone has had the experience where you get that phone call or you have that argument and instantly feel it in your body. A lot of people feel like a pit in their stomach, right? Or their heart starts mm-hmm. racing. That's your physiology changing immediately. Reaction, right? 
So what NET helps do is to stop that physiologic response so we can experience what's happening in life. And like you're saying, be not be reactive to it. Yeah, definitely. And I think one of the things that I found the most cool about NET was their emotion chart. I think that was something that mm-hmm. just like a, it fascinates everybody. It's so fun to have it in your office and just have people like look at that. And it's all based on Chinese medicine, which is obviously very, very old. And it's just the concept of different emotions store in different organ systems. And, you know, some examples might be grief stores in the lung and anger stores in the liver, um, lost and vulnerable store in the heart. And, you know, then you can go more into it and there's different elements and all of these different things, but you can keep it you know, it can be as simple or as complex, I feel like, as you want to make it. But if you have, let's say, some sort of trigger that causes anger, well, we know that that can actually cause, that response can actually cause proteins. And those proteins can go and store somewhere. And they could store in the liver. They can store in the neck. They can store wherever. And that's where we start to get you know, like different dysfunctions and pain or pathology. And it's one of those things. I think um, Dr. Cohn always says this quote when he's doing his health classes. And I can, now I can't remember who said it. Woody Allen, he's like, I don't get angry. I just grow a tumor. Mm. But it's like that concept of like, if I'm not going to process it, my body's going to find a way yeah. to to process it. And ultimately, it's usually some sort of pathology. Well, and that goes back to um, the work of a great book. If you guys want to check it out, it's called Molecules of Emotion by Candace Pert. Mm-hmm. And she was a scientist and researcher, and she actually discovered, kind of piggybacking off of Bruce Lipton's work, his book is called The Biology of Belief, also amazing. Um, she discovered that emotions actually our body carries emotional memory and it is stored on the protein receptors of our cells. Mm-hmm. So if you think about that for a moment, that is so powerful. Like literally, I mean, she's a scientist. You can read her book. It's super brainy. It's like almost too sciencey for me. Um, and they have found that emotional memory is stored on our cells. And Bruce Lipton's work, he actually discovered that the brain of the cell is on the protein receptor not the nucleus. Mm. Ooh, so literally the brains of our cells are where emotional memory is stored, which oh makes gosh. a lot of sense, right? Like how we react to things immediately through emotional responses. But the most powerful thing to me about neuroemotional technique is it's a way for you to take accountability for how you live your life and how you react to certain situations. Mm-hmm. by like mm-hmm. practicing this technique like now you guys all know you know that that's how emotions and stress and trauma store in your cells and there are things you can do about it and it doesn't just have to be NET right one could definitely argue that therapy can have a similar effect that meditation can have a very similar effect you know when you're talking about being less reactive like mm-hmm. meditation practice can do that beautifully Mm-hmm. Um, however, I found that NET just does it like so quickly and easily yeah. to shift Well, that. and this kind of, so, you know, there's a couple different ways you can access 
and like dive into the body through NET because some people don't know what it is they want to work on. Right? right. Like they're just like, I don't know. I don't know what's coming up. I don't know what a priority is. So you can go in by the body. I mean, how many patients have you seen with pain when you muscle test it, that it comes up emotion? Nine out of 10 times there's an emotion totally. related to pain. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then, so it's like, you can go in through the body, like I have a pain here, or I know, you know, some, some patients have like, they're more in tune with all the things that are off with their body than their emotional reality, really. So it's like, you know, I've been told I have adrenal fatigue or my thyroid. And so it's like, you can go in that way. Or if you're really specific, you can go in through what's called a mind entry, which is more like statements. And this is what I think is like the most fun. Like once you've gotten a patient to a, like a certain level of health, I really love to like dive into this stuff. But I mean, it can you can be saying statements that or something like I'm okay getting well, or I'm okay being healthy, Mm -hmm. I'm okay achieving health, all the way to something that you want to bring into your life. Like, gosh, how long did we work on? Like, I'm okay being married. I'm okay. (laughs) You know, I'm okay being in a committed relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm okay being in a healthy relationship. Because, you know, this kind of piggybacks off the whole concept that everything is energy. And so if you're putting out a certain frequency, or you're not congruent with that statement, then it's like, what are you drawing into your life? Well, it's not going to be health. It's not going to be a relationship. A relationship. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it's figuring out if we're, if 80 to 90% of how we operate is on the unconscious, then we need to probably tap in and see what we're, what we think we're congruent with. Right. When I always share with patients, like NET is what bridges the gap between there's what you're currently experiencing. So let's say a patient with like chronic headaches. Okay. Obviously, they would never choose to experience that. But Mm -hmm. that's their reality. What they think they're choosing is that they would love the headaches to go away. Mm -hmm. However, if they were completely congruent with that consciously and subconsciously, it would be happening, mm-hmm. right? Or a perfect example is weight loss. I'm doing all the right things. I'm eating the right diet. I'm exercising five days a week. I'm meditating, you know, whatever, right? And I just, I am haven't lost weight in six months. There for sure is an emotional component in that case. Oh my gosh, right? 100%. So what mm-hmm. NET does is helps take care of that resistance between like what's happening and what you're desiring, um, yeah. for your health, for your life, whatever. And so much of us, we're just caught in our own way and we don't realize it. Um, subconsciously, of course, consciously, most people know what they want. Yeah. It's just and trouble it, getting there. It's always so fascinating. We might kind of like not always understand the trigger, but it's so fascinating. Like if we were to have somebody say, I'm okay losing weight and their arm goes weak, so they're not congruent with it. And we eventually find this, you know, this original event. I mean, a lot of times it's really eye opening for the person. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people get there with therapy, but it takes longer. Yeah. So it's like five sessions and they're like, Oh, we made the connection to like, I love sweets because when I was young, it's like the only quality time I got with my dad was when we went for ice cream. Well, there you go. Right. Sweets equal love. It gives you that lovey feeling. Now we've got it. NET would have probably gotten there very, very, very quickly. 
Right. And I've seen too, some patients take what they're finding out in NET and they take those concepts to their talk therapist. Yeah, a hundred percent. And then they can delve deeper into that pattern and like gain tools to move forward. Right. So um, even just the combo is oh, great. Yeah. It's awesome. But I would say too oh no. I think I just lost my train of thought. All right, take me back. We were talking about <laughs> the original event. Mm. It goes back. Oh, so sometimes, I, this I think is so fascinating. Sometimes events will go back to an age and the person's like, I have no idea. And while it's like, you know, you have a snapshot, you know, embedded in your nervous system of everything that happened at that age. So mm-hmm. We can muscle test and ask questions. Did this have to do with mom or dad, with your brother, with your sister? What, you know, was the color of the carpeting? Like, it's like you could really get as much detail as you want. Still can't think of it. Okay. Some, you know, then there's like that percentage that it occurs to them while they're driving away from the office. Then there's that other percentage where they ask their parent and their parent is like a little freaked out. Like, right. Cause they're like, yeah, that totally happened. Oh my gosh. How did, this is what happened when you were this age with this person. Like, or like, oh my God, I dropped you in the shower. And it's like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I right. had like someone come back with that story and I'm like, oops. I mean, but it's so interesting how much it's validated by somebody else. And I right. think that's the power of it too, of just, again, it is that personal's, it's that person's emotional reality. So it might not have happened the same way that the mom saw it happen, but either way, there's something embedded where somebody else can kind of help them connect the dots. Yes. Well, and I think especially when you're younger, it's so important to remember that reality piece because I've had this come up with patients before, as I'm sure you have, as you bring up an event. And now in hindsight, you know, they're 42 years old. They're like, but yeah, I was whatever. Like we moved across the state. It was, it wasn't a big deal. And I'm like, yes, but to the 10 year old you, that was like literally the worst thing in the world that could ever happen to you. Right. So you've got to remember how like traumatic that was for you as the 10 year old moving away from all of your friends and all of your family. Right. 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 Um, and that's what is embedded in the protein receptors on your cells. Definitely. You know, or not like if, your perception of it now. If somebody is really struggling with something, they're like, you know, every time I get in a fight with my husband, I just like, I can't speak. I, I feel like I'm, I act like a child and it like might go back to when you were five. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you're literally acting subconsciously like a five-year-old. No wonder right. you're not able to feel like your feet are on the ground when you ta- when you're having this conversation right. or whatever right. it might be. Totally. That's where you always have to ask yourself like what is getting triggered right now? Mm-hmm. And when you're in the practice of that, that's what's so powerful because then even if you don't work with an NHE practitioner or whatever, do some journaling on that. Like use your spiritual tools, pull some cards, do some meditation, whatever to kind of delve deeper into that. Like, why is this so weird? Or a lot of people have stuff like that too with like their boss, you know? Yeah. Like, I just like get sweaty and I get so nervous and I like can't find my words. It's like, okay, it's not your boss. Like who else yeah. in your life has felt that similar way to you? Yeah. And kind yeah. of like do some work on what that pattern's really about and, and what it brings up. It's like so powerful. Even if you learn anything from today, just to start noticing um, those reactions is so helpful. Definitely. And I think, 
just even being able to take a step back and be like, okay, I know it's not my boss. I know it's not my friend. They're just triggering something that I need to process. And so what is this trigger making me feel? I mean, you can kind of do like almost like a talk NET around it if you don't have somebody who can work on you at that time. And the other thing I wanted to say was a lot of people, at least I'm seeing, it's diff- I feel like the patient picture has changed a little bit, seeing a lot more people with autoimmune diseases, you know, Hashimoto's, Crohn's, like um, bigger issues. And I like to always kind of ask, like, when did this first start? What was going Mm -hmm. on in your life? And so many times, and I'm going to say, like, some some practitioners will say it's 100% emotional. Yeah, I would say that. Where there was something that happened that was stressful that took your immune system down so you were even susceptible to catching this in the first place. Mm -hmm. And that is something then, you know, you're taking all these supplements or all these medications and being strict on this diet and blah, blah, blah. But if you're not dealing with whatever sort of trauma might have happened even two years before this disease showed up, right? it's not always right away. I mean, right. and speaking of, of the mentor, again, he always said this thing that really stuck with me, which is you always have a bill to pay. And so it's like, you know, if you're running around like a stress case and running your body to the ground and working 80 hours a week and there's all these things going on in your family, like you might not crash then, but you're going to crash because you right. have bill to pay. And so a lot of times these chronic illnesses, they don't even show up for months to years later and using NET to work around and help clear out what was going on in those stressful patterns earlier, I think is just like a necessity. Because otherwise it's like one step forward, two steps back for those folks. Because every time husband gets mad, every time your mom calls you, every time your boss is having an off day, all that stuff is getting re-triggered. And like, we don't live in a bubble, like life is going to happen. So I think, you know, that's one of the big reasons by both you and I are so passionate about this work because it's like, it's like getting tune-ups on your car, right? It's like so important. Mm -hmm. We're all running around like crazy, all doing so many things. And even good things are still stress. I say that to my patients all the time, you know, like someone's, um, engaged to be married. It's a super happy time. And it's also a crazy time. Right. You know, and it might be bringing up like some stuff that you don't even think about too. Right. It's still a stress. So, and what about fertility? I mean, that's like something we both, I know I love working on with women who have had, I even, I kind of like hate using the word infertility, but just like maybe it's been taking them longer than they thought right. they had anticipated. And it's like doing work around like, I'm okay being a mom. I'm okay being pregnant. And it's like, how many times is that week where they're not congruent with it on some subconscious level because subconsciously they feel like they're not going to be as good of a mom as their mom or subconsciously it's like how, you know, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. But I have seen that be the turning point in so many women's fertility journey just like getting rid of that old stuff that's not serving them anymore so they can just like get on with everything yeah I mean I did hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of NET before conceiving right um (laughs) I mean I literally could not even count how many hours 
And for me, I had so much stuff on it for many reasons, but I had a lot of stuff on it underlying to do with career, actually, yeah. because some subconscious part of me felt like I had to choose, you know, right. I right. could you either be, like be a, a good mom, mom or, or yeah. I could be like really successful in my career. But no matter what, like one of them was going to be sacrificed at all times. Right. Um, and I had a lot of stuff around that, I think partially growing up you know in our generation it was so common to stay at home moms like all my friends said stay at home moms my mom was a stay at home mom and so I think a lot of us we were just kind of like indoctrinated with that that like for whatever reason of course like even moms wouldn't say this but like the best moms were you know the ones that were around all the time right and and you're selfish if, if you're choosing otherwise or whatever right all those like limiting beliefs so um that was like a big turning point for me. I really think I needed to do the work on that to have like the healthiest pregnancy possible and to stay in balance when like three months after having the baby, I went back to work. I think it made that transition so much more smooth for me and just like easier. I didn't feel like I was beating myself up. I actually was like really excited to go back to work. Yeah, you were totally excited. So, And I think the piece you mentioned about limiting beliefs is huge because it's like, who am I to be this successful? Who am I to be, you know, a mom and go to work? Who am I to like have this great job or make this much money? It's, I love working on money with people too, of just Mm -hmm. like, I am okay making this much money a month because so many people are like, Oh, I'm not deserving. And this might go when we talk about original events, this is where I can get a little cray cray uh, for some people, but I mean, it can go back to past lives. It can go back to generations of your parents like if your you know your grandpa's grandpa had a lack mentality and just always believed he'd be poor no matter what he did well if it's powerful enough those proteins you know like we talked about that stores in the dna mm-hmm. and they've done and- hardcore research on this they've found mm. like people to this day their dna is still altered that had ancestors in the holocaust Like they are still carrying that trauma in their DNA. And this is like backed by research. This isn't people like speculating like this is a real thing. So it's so powerful when you have a tool that can change that. Well, and we just talked about like how glyphosate roundup can change your DNA. Right. So of course, something super traumatic and powerful can change your DNA too. Right. I mean, it's just, it's constantly changing and duplicating and replicating and it's not always it's like it can be a sloppy process and so when things happen it's really easy for it to be incorporated in and I just think you might I mean how interesting interesting is that when people have like phobias or they don't understand their responses to certain things and it goes back past life or it goes back generations and it's like yeah right. this wasn't this wasn't even yours right well especially yeah. those just irrational fears it's not like oh I got bit by a crazy poisonous spider and so now I'm scared of them like okay that makes more sense but I think most of us probably have some random irrational fear that you're like why am I so afraid of heights it doesn't even make sense like going to jail (laughs) yes sidebar both Nicole and I share the most irrational fear of all time we are both terrified that we'll like go to prison and it makes no sense so we are convinced that in a past life, we were in jail together. 
And I'm sure and it was I don't terrible. even think we've tried to clear that probably because like, no, because it's whatever. We were in jail together. Everything else, yeah. <laughs> we got bigger fish to fry than our jail phobia. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that's something we should probably work on. Right. And so I don't know. Do you? I want to probably touch on muscle testing just a bit because I feel like there's a lot of people who are really aware of muscle testing, but since it's the thing that we use solo for this whole therapy. I don't know. Do you want to touch on it? Yeah. Um, so what it's called is it's um, manual muscle testing or mus- muscle reflex testing. And you guys can feel free to go to NET's website. is amazing. And they actually have video demonstrations of NET. So it's netmindbody.com. And you can see an example of an NET session. You can also see it on my office's website, which is beoptimal.com and I do an NET session on one of our videos but um so muscle reflex testing is not evaluating a muscle for like its true strength we're evaluating how a muscle responds to a neurologic stimuli so that stimuli in NET it could be like Nicole was saying um a statement so let's say the person says I am okay getting well then we would muscle test them or do a muscle reflex test and see if their muscle is inhibited, which means it's firing well, it's firing fully, it's firing against resistance, or if it's inhibited, meaning that muscle, um, I'm sorry, facilitated or inhibited. So okay, if the muscle like is said inhibited, no, got it. facilitated is firing well, inhibited right. is yeah. firing not optimally. Right. Um, and you can do that with errors in the body. For example, the body knows exactly what's going on when you touch it. Um, for example, if you get bitten by a mosquito, you immediately hit the spot exactly where the mosquito bit you. How do you know that? The skin is our largest organ. It's very, very sensitive to touch. So let's say you sprained your ankle. If you were to touch your ankle and then a practitioner like Dr. Nicole or myself were to muscle test you, the muscle would be inhibited. Your body knows there's an injury there. And so that's where we can find where the emotional component is or what the emotional component is related to a physical pain, if it's there. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes an issue is truly just physical. But I find in those chronic issues, like someone who, let's say you keep getting massages, you keep going to the chiropractor in your neck, no matter what is still super stiff, stiff, or every time after like three days, it keeps coming back. I would definitely say there's probably an emotional component and a neuroemotional technique, um, like certified provider could help guide you through that process. Like what stress are you holding in your neck? And most people, when you think about it that way, it makes a lot of sense. Um, But muscle testing basically guides us. It lets your body show us where and what the stress is holding related to whatever's going on. That was so good. Thanks. I am terrible at explaining muscle testing. Like (laughs) always have just like, I'm like, read the book Power Versus Force, which oh, is you so cannot start people scientific. there. That book is I like know. cray cray. My eyes worst. go cross trying to read that book. <laughs> I know. It's, don't read it's that like, book. Guys. I believe in it so much, so I'm always just like, well, it's muscle testing. I don't know. Yeah, this is how I, I mean, mean. That's part of it. Like I tell people too. Like you're on board or you're not. Like no one thing is for everyone. You can have the juiciest, most rich peach in the world, and there's still people that don't like peaches. 
Right. Ooh, so yeah. if it's not for you, you know, that's cool. Um, but actually what I wanted to say to piggyback on that, Hey, you can watch the videos and see what like real NET looks like. I would definitely would not recommend just like YouTubing muscle testing. NET no. is a very specific technique. They are super regimented about how they train their practitioners in a very specific way. Their certification process is incredibly rigorous to make sure you're being very consistent and accurate with what you're doing. Right. So like go through them and we will link to them where you guys can actually search on their website and find a certified provider near you. Um, but what I wanted to speak to was their research study that came out not too long ago. Oh yeah. That's so good. Um, that is so amazing. So why don't you talk about that? I mean, they, I feel like I'm not going to have all the science that it's really based on, but I, I know that they did. It was a certain type of MRI in the brain. A spec Function, scan. Functional MRI, fMRI. Okay. And they basically took, so it's, it's a picture essentially of the brain and they took pictures before and after an NET session and they showed how specific areas were actually lit up in the brain that were associated more with like, you know, I think it was like the amygdala, like just like, um, like more intense emotion, um, possibly in stress areas. And then post NET just, and you can see through the colors, how it just either completely calmed down, shifted or disappeared. And I know that they worked a lot with veterans, which I love. Um, because essentially it's really useful for PTSD. But well, I think they did, they did that one, the study, they actually did it with cancer survivors. Oh, but they have a whole organization with veterans, which they do a lot of work with NET as well, but which I love. yeah, totally. Cause PTSD is like so huge, but what huge. they did was they took these, um, cancer survivors, they had them write down their experience of when they originally got the diagnosis of cancer. Oh, so many right. cancer survivors, right. will tell you like, it was so traumatic when I got that news. Right. And so then they had the people running the study read to them in their own words, like the script of what happened when they found out while they were doing the functional MRI. So then you can see like the trauma centers of the brain are lighting up like crazy, right? Because they're experiencing that experience again, like emotionally. Then they did like, I can't remember, three to five sessions of NET where they, you know, just kept doing NEC sessions to help resolve that physiologic stress. Then they came in and did the same thing, had them read the exact same write-up about their diagnosis under the fMRI, and that's the before and after picture you can see. And after, it was, like, not lighting up at all. I mean, it's just amazing that you're – because it's like we've all seen the power of it, felt the power of it, but to be able to measure something like that so you're really able – to you know see it's it? like really, really, really shifting it in the brain, yeah. which is so cool. And so it really legitimizes it. But it also like, I'm so happy to support an organization like Neuromotional Technique, because they're doing work like that, like, mm -hmm. with the money from the seminars and like all that. They're using it towards such good things to further advance the field of like neuroplasticity and holistic medicine is amazing. Like I can't say that for many or other organizations are doing studies on that level. Right. Totally. And so it's Which really is, awesome. And you guys can read about that study too on their website. Yeah. And like you said, it's just great to have it be legitimized. 
I just thought it would be fun to kind of wrap it up with giving like a favorite patient story. And I can go first if you haven't thought of one yet, but yeah, you go first. (laughs) Okay. One of my favorites was I had this woman in when I worked in Orange County and she could not turn her head to the left for like eight years or something. She could only like just barely turn and look that way. So obviously it was affecting all sorts of parts of her life, including driving, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. She'd have to turn her whole body. Right. And so she was like a little skeptical about um, NET, but honestly, she had done so many structural things, seen all the chiropractors you know, all these different things. And so I was like, it's got to be emotional, which right. is totally what tested one treatment, like literally one NEC. And we know that one NET treatment can literally take a minute if you, right. you know, it doesn't, so it doesn't have to be long at yeah. all. And legitimately her head turned all the way. That's so And awesome. she was so floored. I was so floored. Right. You were probably like, <laughs> I mean, wait, what? Well, it's like, you know, the power of it, but to have, to have it where it's just like that one treatment that maybe lasted a minute or two is like, she might've like maybe the next day been like, it's so much better, but to have no response like that immediately is so cool. Right. And there's a lot of times where we see pain go from like eight out of 10 to five out of 10. Then we treat again. It goes down to three out of 10. I mean, that's really common, but to physically see this, cause you can't, I mean, I don't really know what their eight out of 10 pain is, right. but I can see her, her head turn right, and totally. then, you know, not turn and then turn. So that was just like one of my most favorite uh, so stories. Cool. So it's like, even when you've addressed the structural issue and you've done the massages and all the things, it's like gosh like that emotional part just comes in so perfect totally it's like what's the pain in your neck right, right. there's all those like fun metaphors and then people are yeah. like oh who's like the pain in your neck blown. yeah right boyfriend husband it's anyways. always a guy let's be honest always a guy <laughs> um my man there's so many good stories but one of my favorites is i had this young girl come in she was in like sixth or seventh grade her mom brought him in. I don't even know how she found out about me, but um, she had not even been able to go to school because of such bad anxiety for like almost a month. Like as soon as they pulled up to the front of the school, she would go into a full-blown panic attack. Like she wouldn't even get out of the car. It was so horrible. And they were at the point where they were like, she's going to have to do major summer school. She's going to have to like repeat the grade. Like she had missed so many days. And they brought her in and literally after the first session she went to school wow like i it was kind of like you said i really did not even think that would happen (laughs) not that quickly i totally believe that nat could help resolve that um but yeah just that physiologic response and with her it was so obvious because just pulling up to the school would make her go into a full-blown panic attack um and it's super simple i just had her say like i'm okay going to school And obviously (laughs) she was not okay with that and getting to the bottom of it. I don't even remember what the original stuff was, but it was all based around like previous traumatic in her perception, traumatic experiences at school. I Um, find the school thing is like super common. Like kids, like the parents kind of get it because it's like they only complain their stomach hurts before school. They only have this like 
twitchy right. thing That's before school. That's a perfect example only. of an but emotional it's like, response. Yeah, it's like so powerful to be like, well, okay, what's going on in school or what's it what's it triggering? Okay, something from a long time ago or maybe not. I don't know, it's really it's really awesome for kids mm-hmm. for school. Totally. Okay, cool. I like it. So you guys might have a lot of questions and if that is the case, we're totally good with it. Remember our email is coffeewiththedocs at gmail.com and we do record a lot of intros before a lot of our episodes so we can always take some of your questions and answer them before basically before yeah Yeah, in one of our intros to one of our other episodes so if you have any questions about like how it works or you know anything else that you feel like we didn't cover um, please reach out you can also dm us on instagram at coffee with the docs and we're happy to answer those um so I think that'd be great. Totally. And we'll also put the notes um, in the show notes. You guys will put links to NET's website and stuff so you can learn more if you'd like. And so you can find a provider near your area if it's something you want to experience. We highly recommend it. It's awesome. Cool, guys. Well, thanks for being with us on this episode. We look forward to hearing any comments, what you guys think about it. And please feel free to share. 